Welcome to the Back Pocket, your wildly average podcast. What is up, marketing interns? Today is September 18th, and the boys from the Back Pocket are back. How are we doing, Dak? We are fantastic. It was a great week, um, and we are just getting after it here. Uh, we want to, uh, all, you know, let's kickstart this podcast. Yeah, with let's, a, just, uh, let's get it going. With quick information of uh, a shout out to our former guest, Brian Steinspear. Of course. Uh, so, you know, when we think of September 18th, you know, we think of it just as another day. However, a uh, friend of the program, Brian Steinspear, uh, is from Chile, as most of you know. Uh, it is uh, Chilean Independence Day. And to Brian, September 18th is, uh, is a very meaningful day. So. so happy Chilean Independence Day, Brian, yeah. and all you uh, Chileans and everyone else that celebrates. Turns out uh, Chileans are Broncos fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian's a big Broncos fan. Broncos got a win yesterday, so that's good. Fantastic work. Awesome. So let's uh, let's start this podcast how we always do. You know, we, of course. We lay down an average quality because we just want to stay humble. Um, so we're going to talk about this time how we brought in our fifth string producer. We've had five different producers. This will be our fifth mm-hmm. um, to help. Uh, run the podcast as smooth as possible. Um, so today we brought in Tim Daly. Hey, Timmy, how are we? I'm decent. How are you? Oh, that's good to hear, man. We're doing well here. Do you have an average quality for us by chance? Oh, I'm really average at uh, at math. Math? Okay. okay. <laughs> We're not numbers majors here. No, i definitely not a numbers major. Oh, right, quick, quick bad podcasting. Uh, so Tim, uh, we, we said, oh yeah, we, so we podcast in the Washington and, uh, you know, we're going in there, and on our way there, he, Mark, he picked up uh, Mark, uh, second-string producer Mark's football helmet. Yes. You know, and we're mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, we're going to the podcast room. He, like, automatically defaulted to putting the helmet on. Yeah. And, you know, like, you really tried to strap it up and fit it to your head, which that's, is impressive. Yeah, no, that's, that's all I really wanted to do here was I heard we are getting after it, and I wanted to get after it. And that kick, I mean, putting the football helmet on kickstarts our week because it's Tommy Johnny week. People forget. And it's big time. But we have to remember that we don't want to talk about it in uh, an intense level and detailed fashion. Okay. But we do want to mention a few things. Yeah. Because we got to keep our minds right, day-to-day basis, and focus on how we can just keep the anxiety levels low. Um, of course. But there's a few things that we need to talk about. Yeah, so uh, like you mentioned, Andrew, we have, we have a great opportunity. Um, this is a uh, just a huge, huge, unbelievable opportunity for our marketing interns. Yes. Um, as they start to... Uh, what are, what are they doing here? Um, so we got There's going to be thirty thousand fans already booked tickets to come to this oh, game. It's a great word of mouth opportunity. It's a great word of mouth opportunity. So I'm calling all marketing interns. Attention, all marketing interns, to get your crayons out, get them big white posters out, and give me some back pocket signs because yeah. we need to just present ourselves on a national basis. Be and creative. Maybe uh, the the poster that you create. Uh, you know, throw a logo on there, whatever you think the back pocket means to you. Uh, may we use uh, that as our logo. Yes. we're also trying to make uh, shirts and hats eventually. Yes. We're, we're getting around to that. That Once we create them, that will be another average quality. So back pocket signs, that's a good start. But word of mouth, as we that's our key way of getting our name out there. So back pocket chants, as much of those as possible throughout the game. Uh, yeah, anything regarding Lorch. Uh, also, just tell your parents and your grandparents to subscribe. And if they already subscribe, tell them to unsubscribe and then resubscribe and then give us a five-star review. So. Absolutely. Of course. So all marketing interns, please be safe and be smart this weekend because uh, it's going to be wild. So let's go ahead and trap the puck on Tommy Johnny weekend. And we're going to transition to a little wildly average alert because Chipotle has come out with queso. And the guys from the back pocket have done our research. And we believe 
That is widely average. Yeah. And we got a couple opinions of people who've had it. I personally have not had the case. So, Declan, have you? No, I have not. And that's that's the best part about our research right now that we're doing is mm-hmm. we're not even trying what the research is regarding, but we're just asking people if it's good or not and seeing, you know, on Snapchat or whatever have you, seeing how bad it is. But everyone's not saying bad. They're just saying average. Correct. And it's, and it's great. So that's perfect opportunity for us to pounce on that. Yeah. And we brought in our second string producer, Mark Amick, and our fifth string producer, Timmy Daly, who have both tried the queso. So we're going to start off with Mark. What do you think about the Chipotle queso? Yeah, man. I thought uh, when I texted you at first, I said wildly average, and I said we need to make a bit about it because this queso is wildly average. But the more I ate it, the more I realized that wildly average was a stretch because it's just straight up bad. Oh, it's below. It's well below. It, it's bad. Okay. Really? I thought it was bad. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So going through the line, you're, you're thinking like brand new item at Chipotle. Haven't seen one of these new items since Chorizo. Right. So this Ooh, has got to be, chorizo. this is a hot topic. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and we go there often. So you're going through the line and you got high spirits. Do you think that played a role into the decision making? Yeah. I think all the buildup on the queso was a big part of it, you know? A lot of excitement going into it. You walk into the place, they got the big queso sign where the menu used to Very be. Well like it's yeah, this is a this is a big deal. And uh you see them pouring it on people's burritos and pouring it in the sides, you're like, this is gonna be sure. amazing. It looks good. I mean, the presentation's there and they did a good job of selling it, but marketing it. Unfortunately the taste just wasn't Yeah, so what do you think? It was the taste, it was the mixture, do they not just um, what are you comparing it to? So I think it's pretty comparable to um, like the Tostitos queso dip in the jar. In the jar, mm-hmm. oh. except worse. Okay, obviously, sure, yeah, sure. obviously. Um, but you know, I get I get the the <laughs> large side of it, and so you got a side. You didn't get it in your burrito. I, I got a side. I poured some more on my burrito, which I will say is like not bad. Like if if that's if that's the way you want to go, sure. Because sure, it's, yeah. just, it's just kind of a background taste. But if you get it as a side. Uh, I don't recommend it, but so I get the large side, I'm dipping with it for a few bites or whatever, and then it just started getting real thick, like real fast, uh, thick, it kind of had like a powdery, chalky taste to it. Interesting. Um, not a fan. Hey man. Sad we, to say it. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. the opinion because yeah. you, you've come here with a negative review, mm-hmm. and this is a perfect opportunity to balance it out because rumor has it, Timmy had a positive experience. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this case? Though? Yeah, Timmy, let's let's hear it. I thought it was decent, man. Like, okay, it wasn't it wasn't like horrible. Like it was like it was good. It was good enough. Decent. Good enough. Okay, decent. Like, it was, it that's wasn't, average. <laughs> no, it was like more than average. When like, Timmy says decent, decent, like it, like it's, it's it was it's decent. good enough. Okay, but uh, I don't think it was as good as Kidobos. Okay, yeah, that's that's the thing. That's a good point you bring up. It's like Chipotle has this new thing that's queso, right? And it's like, well, we could easily just go to Qdoba and get queso. Like, we know what queso tastes like in a burrito. It's nothing and they've like, been doing too special. For years, so they've like, been doing it for years. And, like, that's why it kind of spices up the Chipotle, uh, or, not, yeah, Chipotle uh, Qdoba <coughs> debate, you know, mm-hmm. speaking of debates. I'll bring in another point here, and I think a big reason it was a letdown for me because I was spoiled growing up. I had Moe's Southwest Grill right down my from my house. Moe's is fantastic. And if, about for Moe's. all you listeners out there that grew up on Moe's, you know the struggle. Mm-hmm. That queso was probably the best out there. The chips were fresh. I mean, and free, and free, huge free food yeah, is the best no, food. That's another thing. Qdoba doesn't charge for the queso. Mm-hmm. Chipotle charges the same amount as guac, or is it 
like, it's like a dollar, dollar fifty or something. Dollar fifty. It was, uh, yeah. One, yeah, like one fifty to get on your burrito mm-hmm. and two fifty for like a oh, regular side. Okay. Like, yeah, five for queso and chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So we're getting duped here. See, I like to compare Chipotle trying to do queso. Like, so Cadoba's been doing it a long time. They know how it's done. Chipotle's just getting into it. I like to compare that to like Adidas trying to do like basketball shoes because they're like a soccer. I've always seen them as soccer, football. They're pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. And oh, I know what you're saying they're not they're... a big soccer brand or football brand. No, they're not. Sorry, basketball, basketball. brand. <laughs> right. Uh, whereas like Nike, you trust them for basketball shoes sure, sure. because they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, and then they and of course Jordan too. He's associated with them, and yeah. that just kind of takes them off from there. So that's a good point, Andrew. Yes. Yeah. Any uh, any uh, closing any thoughts? Clothing closing thoughts, Timmy. I don't. I my my final part is I just thought it was. Decent, good enough. <laughs> Thank you for that. Breaking news. We got one more opinion out there. We got to give our band listener, Shannon Amick, a call. But this time, we're going to do it a little more secretively so she doesn't know it's the guys from the back pocket. We're going to use second string producer Mark Amick's phone, who's uh, uh, the brother the brother of Shannon Amick. He's so. obviously going to call Shannon, you know. Just to say hi. Just all to the say time. hi, you know, very casual. Um, you know, great move on our end, I'd mm-hmm. say. Uh, you know, when when's the last time I call her? Well, I only call her when I'm on the podcast. So she's really not expecting me. Um, or uh, other than that, pretty much. So, yeah. Let's go ahead and give Shannon a call. Yo. Hey, Shannon. It's, it's the, the guys from the back pocket. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm very tired. What oh, are you guys interesting. Doing? Is this a bad time? No, it's not a bad time. Oh, well, if it was, we'd still have to get the information that we need out of you. So um, just a quick quick little hot debate um, that's been going on uh, around town and around your town. Uh, queso at Chipotle. Have you had oh, it? I have not. I've been meaning to try it, but I have not. Okay, so okay. you don't have an opinion towards this queso? No, I don't have an opinion, if you, unfortunately. If you, were to, if you were to guess if uh, if it was good or not, what would you say? I heard it was pretty good. Oh, okay. Interesting. Would you say it was decent? Would you say... I don't know. I haven't heard positive things, Shannon. Maybe maybe uh, average? Well, I feel like I can't really give a good comment on this because I have not had it. Okay. Oh. We understand that. Um, so we might as well just say... Uh, we're gonna have to cut this because uh, you haven't had it, and and you're your banned. banned. You're banned, Shannon. So yeah. it's, it's tough. Uh, sorry, sorry for the the worthless phone call, guys. It's okay. Hey, we love you, Shannon. It wasn't worthless. You gained some. See knowledge. you guys this weekend. Yes. Oh, Tommy yeah. Johnny. Uh, so Shannon, we're not taking any questions regarding uh, Tommy Johnny and the football team, uh, just so we can get our minds right per request of Glenn Caruso. Uh, just I don't, have, I don't have any questions. Oh, about okay. It. Okay. Okay, Shannon. Have a nice day. You're banned. All right. Take care. You're banned. See you guys on Friday. So trapping the puck on the queso and Chipotle because I think we covered enough. We covered all our bases on that one. Yeah, I think we really uh, hit it home with uh, Chipotle. Yeah, we we talked about Chipotle and Adidas. Who would have thought? Not to mention Qdoba as well. Timmy is over here just mind blown. Yeah. Um, But we're gonna trap the puck and transition to our interview. Fantastic interview we had the, the whole dance team on. Yep. And we mentioned it in the podcast, but we broke a Guinness World Record. Um, most fully di- dressed dance team girls in uniform. <laughs> in uniform, fully dressed is a little, uh, a little vague. Vague, yeah. Average, yeah. average description, but mm-hmm. no, suited up in uniform. Yes, uh, I think nineteen of them, right? Uh, in a, in a podcast room, 
So that is our Guinness World Record right there. And you get to know a little bit more about dance, and uh, we get we get a little debate between skirt and escort. Yeah, and then if uh, cheerleading and dance are sports, because we didn't know, and because it, we're meat sticks. We, we refer to that multiple times. Yeah, so it's a good thing to keep in mind throughout this entire interview is we just don't get it. Yeah. We just don't know dance. Uh, so let's kick, let's kick it to it. And today we have a fantastic interview. We have the UST dance team. We have three of the captains here from St. Thomas. We have Annie, Haley, and Allie. So how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Happy to be here. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, we're glad to have you on. Because we had everyone in here, and they've slowly meandered along. I mean, we've interviewed the whole dance team. Yeah. So, yeah, we want to go ahead and stand by, uh, you know, our record that we've now held uh, for a couple weeks now. Uh, we have now interviewed the entire dance team. Um, that was, uh, let's say, roughly 20-ish people. How many people are on the dance team? I'm a plus team? hand. 19. 20-ish. 20-ish. Um, <laughs> got them all in the den. Uh, set a Guinness World Record for uh, most uh, suited-up dance team members in a podcast room. Yes. So that was sweet. Broke a lot of... Broke a lot of... Uh, well, Big headline. Yeah, in the crashed newspapers. the headlines, yeah. obviously. Um, that was huge. Um, so, you know, let's go ahead and uh, kick it off. You know, glad to have you guys all here. Um, so, you know, we do this with all our guests, um, kind of a little r- routine. Uh, we pride ourselves on being average. Andrew and I, uh, we'd like to know uh, what makes you average. Andy, let's start with you. All right, well, I'd say I'm a pretty average listener. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, like, every intent of being, you know, like, a great listener and mm-hmm. just really being you know there all there but someone will say something and my mind just goes the opposite way you know a lot of those like nods acting like i'm engaged but i'm really just totally in different place that's all that's that's what podcasting is though you ask a question and then you smile and nod and you're thinking of the next question the whole time you're not really listening to what they have to say exactly that's how we're pretty average listeners yeah we're pretty good at that I'd, i'd say i don't actually know what a lot of our uh you know guests we have on say until I go back and listen to it a second time. Yeah, because I'm so locked into the next question. Yeah, we're always just just always going after it, so great, great stuff. Love that. Uh, Haley, what do you got? I'd say my wildly average quality is ordering sweatshirts, so Mm. little background, I ordered a UST football sweatshirt, big fan, big fan, but kind of came in the mail as a crop top today, so... You know, like I a, think I'm wildly average at... Like a kid size? It looks like a kid size, <laughs> yes. Okay. So Not meant to be a crop top? No, not okay. at all, but... Um, would this be a self-identification issue? Um, do you not know yourself as well as you think you do? I guess so. Yeah. I okay. thought I did, but... Yeah. taller? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> you know. All right, Allie, what do you, what's your average quality? You know, this one, this one took me a little bit to think about, because I feel like I pretty average at just about everything <laughs> in my life okay. but i'm gonna have to go with sleep you know i feel like most nights i go to bed at like 11 p.m sleep all night till eight o'clock in the morning some nights i don't some nights i do it's my average quality okay that's actually fantastic uh we yeah. might as well plug our own ourselves again uh we had dr pritchard on um, if you need any help with sleep go ahead and uh, click the subscribe button mm-hmm. uh listen to us we're on itunes Give us a five-star review and uh, listen to the Dr. Pritchard podcast because she talks about a sleep. Yeah, and she says your average sleep cycle should probably hit about eight hours. Yeah, so and it sounds like you're hitting around nine. You're hitting yeah. about eight hours. Congrats. So. That's kind Good of work. a big win for this program. All right, so that concludes. We'll trap the puck on that one. Yeah, absolutely. 
average people, continuing to spread our knowledge on how everyone else in this world is also average. Well, humbling experience. Yeah, very. Um, so, Deck, take us to the next question. Okay, um, so we want to know, as guys who aren't dancers, um, maybe how you guys do it. So when we are watching, we don't necessarily watch during halftime, not to brag, we're football players, we're trying to get our minds right for the second half. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's a totally different issue, but uh, we do know you guys have a halftime routine, and then you also compete uh, nationally. Um, we just wanted to know, like, how uh, you put a dance song together and how that works. Yeah, I just don't game. get the whole process. Like, yeah. How does a movement come to you? Is this, is, this all, is this all natural? Is this coming from a select date database? Like, do you already know exactly, like, oh, we've done this move to this rhythm once, so and, I'm going to use this and do again? you have, like, yeah. names, like, ooh, let's go ahead and throw the macarena in here. I like, I like, yeah. where, I like where we're going in this yeah. direction. So just let me... Uh, Give us a quick rundown. Yeah. We're confused. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess to, to start you out, when you first, when we pick the song that we want to dance to, you know, you sit down, you listen to it like three or four times. Mm. Not just like listen to it, but you listen to it. Okay. You listen to the what the words are saying, what like the rhythm is going when it's this fast. This is when and Annie kind slow. of falters because yeah. she's not listening. Because she's not, not quite. Not that's why role. we're listening to it like three or four gotcha. times. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. we all get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, those are our friends playing uh, video games. This always happens. Yeah. So okay. Continue though, please. So then. Uh, what we wanted to talk about how we put the moves to the song, yeah. right? Yes. We want to talk about how we count in eights okay. in the song. So every move goes to a number. So when we, you're listening to a song, we like do your right arm on one, do your left leg on two. Okay. So and so two, we count. Three, four, five, six. Yeah. Seven, sometimes eight. though, sometimes it usually gets a little more complicated, and we do and counts. So it'll be like one, one and two and three and four. And oh, those are you'll fast. do those are yeah, fast. yeah. You'll do measures. like a move on each count. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, so let's kind of the mechanics of it, I guess. Okay. Is this and a long process, or yeah. how long does it take you to, to put quickly? together a song? Uh, it really well, what do you call it? Do you call it a song or a routine? Do you call it a, a routine? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It really depends on what kind of routine we're putting together. So at practice today, what was was it all dance based or was it more just like? Training. Well, today we had training okay. at um, a gymnastics facility. Okay. So basically, we go there, and our coach, our gymnastics coach Jody, just tries to find ways to torture us with all the fun gymnastics equipment. So this is not dancing. This is not. This dancing. is more just okay. training. Yeah. This is strength and conditioning. Um, we lift conditioning. each other. Oh, yes. Wow. We, uh, yeah, some team on bonding. the bars. Team bonding. Yeah. We do Core uh, mental toughness. Yes, for sure. Oh, yeah. External rotation, maybe. Yeah, checking your posture. Yeah. Tight core. Tight core. Yes, yes. a lot of tight core. Yeah. Yeah. Turtle, okay. shell. A lot of core, like a lot of yes. turtle shells. Mm. Turtle shells. Turtle shells. What's that interesting? When you're at plank, you always have to turtle shell. Turtle press shell. up oh, yeah. your shoulder. Oh, yeah. Press your shoulder. Yeah, so you're not, you're not, not sinking into your shoulders. It's really yes. good podcast. Yep. I like this. Oh, that's sweet. Um, so do you do you necessarily, you have to possess rhythm to be a dance dancer, correct? Definitely. To Definitely. be a okay. good dancer. To be a good and dancer. Do you feel like that's uh, you're born with that skill, or is yes. that can that be trained and learned? I think for the most part, it's kind of something that's innate. But okay. you know, mm-hmm. there's work. the whole there's the nature versus nurture here. I mean, you mm-hmm. can be born with it, but there is there is possibility Potential. where yeah. it, it, the rhythm can be nurtured. Okay. okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's a lot of years. A lot of years. A lot of practice. Come. 
so no, when so let's say like you just you're listening to a song at the bar and you're like wow I could really like bust an eight like eight moves to this right you yeah know? yeah totally okay so I need to start thinking more like that yeah think yeah. of more songs as eights eight counts <laughs> eight counts eight eight counts yes yep. sums are some sounds are sixes but yeah. mostly you have oh. to Sixes? Yeah. There are. Oh, well, I didn't that's technically this. a waltz, I think they call it. Correct. Okay, yeah. okay. That's more mm-hmm. classical dancing. No, 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 and we have rhythm, we think. Yes. Yeah. So we have the potential. It's half the battle. Yeah, we're almost there. Yeah. Nurture. And we're big sports guys, and we consider dancing a sport for sure. Um, However, there's another, like, dancing and cheerleading are both on, going on while at a football game. And we find it, probably dance is probably more of a sport rather than cheerleading. We don't find cheerleading as considered a sport. Would you agree with me, Doug? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, as a, as a dumb football guy, you yeah. know, you're watching your kid play, you're like, let's go, Andrew! We're, we're rooting the, the dummies on, let's go! You know, football guys! Yeah, we, we're big guys with big meat sticks, you know. We don't really, we don't process things, we don't look things... Um, we don't really look into things as much no. as you say. Surface guys. Surface yeah. guys. Complete mm-hmm. surface guys. Yep. So you watch a football game, you got the dance team in gray, and you got the cheerleaders in purple. They both got pom poms. They're yelling, you know, yeah. I don't know what's going on. So some would say, uh, you know, dancing and cheerleading are both like the same thing. However, that's wrong. We know that. We got that far. Yes. Um, that's why we have you guys on. Athletes, unbelievable athletes. But we're, we're concerned. Uh, we don't know if cheerleading is a sport. We wanted to ask you, do you if it's well, a sport. Do you, can, do you agree with dancing? Is it's a sport. Athlete, you guys yeah. are athletes. Yeah. It's a sport. We yes. would say so. You had a, a good definition. Yeah, I had a good one. I, I like dictionary. to throw this one out there every time this gets brought up because Does it always I, like get brought up? I like to stand my ground. Okay. Yeah. So if you look up dictionary definition of sport, it's a noun. Defined as an activity involving physical exertion and skills in which an individual or team competes against one another or indivi- or other individuals for entertainment. Okay. So therefore, while the football teams out there, out the crowds out there, you're entertaining them. We're entertainment. Mm-hmm. We're entertaining. We're a team. Okay. Physically exerting our pom poms. Okay. Okay. I agree. Then the definition of a sport of sport totally suits. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. And do you feel like that suits cheerleading as well? I think the difference at our school in particular is that we compete at nationals, so that mm. brings in the, the competition aspect of the definition. Um, our cheer team doesn't compete, but doesn't mean that cheer isn't a physical activity. Um, if you look at, like, D1 cheer down south, it's insane. Those They're jacked. They're, like, tossing these five-foot girls way up in the air. Mm. Like, yeah. it's insane. So... Those point. are the ones on like ESPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, like, yeah. Down in Orlando. Yep. Yes. Okay. Also, uh, don't forget uh, making like an NFL cheer team is really hard to do too. Right. And uh, not to brag, but I did my research. We do our research here on the back pocket, yes. and we do know uh, some St. Thomas dancers who yes. made the Vikings cheerleading team. So there is a little bit of a cross there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Something. Eve. Eve, correct. Alex. Alex Brown. Alex Brown. If you're listening. Lauren Purdue, and then oh, no. our old coach, Pam. She's Pam. on the team or coach? She's Pam. not Pam, Pam anymore. Okay, she was okay. on. Yes, Got she us. went to Pro Bowl. Yep. Got There's it. a so Pro Bowl for cheerleading? One cheerleader from each team gets to go to the Pro Bowl. So Pam oh. got to go. That's a she it used to be in Hawaii. Now it's in, like, mm-hmm. Arizona. Yeah. 
that's a whole other conversation. It's a whole yeah. other debate. But one debate mm-hmm. we do want to get after yes. is uh, again, um, Andrew and I are just surface guys. We don't get it. We just don't. No. And um, we we would assume that most of our listeners also don't get it. Um, so just a little background on this debate. Uh, actually, there is no background on this debate. The debate the debate is simply skirt versus skirt, mm-hmm. and we really need to understand. Uh, you know, is there really a difference between a skirt and a skirt? What are the two? What makes them different? Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Andrew, How do you spell skirt? Yeah, I, I have it spelled S Q U O R T, but we got a red line. Uh, I think that's incorrect. I think it's like S K O R T because okay, first of all, they're completely separate entities here. They are very different. A skirt is a Integration of uh, skirt and shorts, hence the name hence is the name morphed is together. A combination of the two. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. But see how they. So yeah. Yeah. I see that. So how would you? How would you? Because we're surface guys again. Skirts and skorts look exactly the same. Hmm. Um, so how would one tell the difference between a skirt and a skort? I mean, from the outside, you probably can't really tell, but... <laughs> so we have to go and ask There's you. a yeah. big difference on the Can inside. Can you lift up your skirt? I don't know. <laughs> like, is there a skort underneath simple there? question. Excuse me, ma'am. Is that, is a, that a skirt? Or a skort? Or a skort. I think, you know... Is that... Would that be rude to ask? Oh, um, no. I don't think it'd be rude. It wouldn't be rude to it ask. It'd be rude if you... If you, if you tried, you to, check tried to check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, now... Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, it's 20, 2017. We're not controversy to... is the air we breathe. True. However, <laughs> we will not be inspecting <laughs> skirts. We will not, we will not be inspecting skirts. Yeah, that no. or skirts. That in that in house research project will not be taken to the field. Mm-mm, no, we will not. That's gonna, we're gonna have to put that one in our back pocket yeah. for now um, until we figure out a better way. So they're they're not the same thing. There's no, no debate there. Mm-hmm. Completely different. The skirt has shorts integrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you mean? When you mean connected. integrated, what is that? Connected, sewed in. Yeah, yeah, basically. And mm. a skirt is just the skirt. Okay. The shorts are the essential There's, part of the skirt. Yes. Okay. The body, like the main mm-hmm. okay. body. Okay. No. Okay. We got that. So do um, I? Do I keep this segment in there? Was it worthwhile? Or for sure, I think it's something that people the, need to people know. People need to be discussed. educated. Okay. On. Yeah. Well, um, especially Steve. Maybe uh, Steve. Steve He's, he first gives producer. me a lot yeah. of. He's not in here right now. Well. Well, I guess when would uh, you personally wear a skirt, and when would you wear a skirt? Skirt is more of a I want to look good, feel good. Skirt is like I'm just going to school. Yeah, I feel like also if you're doing anything <laughs> involved, like a skirt, a skirt, you want to like look like it's like I, I'm you're just dressing going, up. You made you're school sound. Up. I think you just made school sound so badass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to school. Simple as that. A skirt is more casual. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you're uh, you more events, I was gonna say if you're planning on doing a lot of like physical large role. motions or like yeah. dancing, say on a dance floor, you might want the the shorts there. Mm-hmm. You know, just skirts. Oh. Skirts tend to fly up. Um, you know what I'm talking about? It's like protecting mm-hmm. the private region. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Protection. We've got to be modest viewership. here. Yeah. yeah. Modesty is the best policy. Sounds like yeah. skirts the most thoughtful invention I've heard. So what it prevents you from practical. wearing a skirt all the time? Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> why ever wear a skirt? You why can wear, wear a skirt, skirt if you have a skirt. You can wear a skirt and put like shorts underneath it. You know, like some spandex. But, but you already right. have a skirt. What's the point of? I feel like you're wasting money buying a separate pair of compressions and a skirt. Now you have to do is buy a skirt, get two in one. I feel like skirts are. 
very rare to yeah. find. They're not, they're, they're, not as, they're not as common yeah. as you would think. Easily okay. accessible mm. as finding So if we skirt. created a back pocket squirt, would that be a hit? I would be a hot commodity. Okay. Sure. Because we are looking to come out with our newest clothing brand. We're not going to... Actually, we could say and then we'll cut it, but yeah. we're thinking of coming out with hats and long sleeves and uh, skorts. So, skorts. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we're a diverse podcast. I we promote have, that yeah, male sure. and female listeners. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, exactly. All right. Well, that's cleared the air for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, transitioning to our next question here, um, this kind of goes back to our sport conversation. A bad podcasting. We didn't transition like we should have. Um, that's okay, whatever, you know, win some, you lose some. Mm -hmm. Uh, so what sports did you guys play before you decided, uh, dance was your passion? Um. Well, did you guys play sports? Did, yeah, that's what I got So, the only, uh, team sport I've ever played other than dance was, um, uh, kindergarten, summer after my kindergarten year of school, uh, my parents put me in VAA soccer, and, Mm. um. Soccer star. Uh, yeah, Something like that. But, you know, instead of you running towards the ball, I I like to run away from it. Mm. So I didn't get much time on the field. So instead I decided to stand on the sidelines, you know, and I would practice balancing on top of the extra soccer balls that were sitting around. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, kindergarten, soccer. That's about all I got for you. Oh, oh my gosh. That's priceless. That's actually I can fantastic. just see your parents just like... Nope. Probably wasn't listening off yeah. in my own world. <laughs> I feel like friend of the program Rick like was very frustrated that summer. But yeah. you know, we'll have to ask him. Yes. Yeah. Uh Haley, did you play any sports prior to dancing? I did. I played soccer as well. My dad was mm. a D one goalie in college, so he was mm. very into soccer, so I had to please him for a bit. Mm-hmm. Tried volleyball, kinda tall, so thought well, that how did might soccer work. Go? Yeah, was I, uh, it was okay. Yeah. I liked it. Do you find, like, you're a, contribu- you're a contributor on the team? Sure, you could say that. Okay. okay. What'd you play? Forward. Forward. Mm-hmm. A lot of goals? A handful? Mm-hmm. Sure, we could say that. Okay. okay. Sometimes goalie to make my dad proud, but... Nice, nice. nice. Yeah. Tried volleyball, softball, got hit in the mouth a couple times, so Ooh, that was... Ended that. Probably not the best idea. So you're saying hang-eye coordination was not your uh, fupa, I'd say? Not in softball. I would say maybe uh, in other okay, sports sorry. it's a lot better, but softball would just... Straight to the mouth. So. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Allie, did you play sports prior to? I was also a soccer player. Wow. More than just kindergarten. I think I played for like six years. Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I didn't like to be goalie, though. I liked to be for. I was forward. I wasn't good, but I like to run because I get mm-hmm. bored if I just stand there. True. Okay. Wow. I like that. Big soccer. So a lot Big of a lot of soccer. I feel like everyone played soccer when they were little. Yeah. yeah. Did, Faith, you, play did you play soccer? Me? Yep. Kindergarten, yeah. Okay, okay. So dancers play soccer. Dancers play soccer. Early. Do you think the majority of your teammates also play played soccer? I'd say probably. I played soccer. Yeah, I played soccer. I'd retire in like fifth grade. Still try to keep the passion alive through my sisters and everything. But yeah, I'm not a good soccer player. Just a little quinky dink about myself. Well, that's great. Moving on to the next question. So, we've uh, watched the show maybe once. It's called Dance Moms uh, on TLC. Uh, so we, I have not. What is this? Uh, so, it's like this show. It's ridiculous, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically um, dancers. How old are they? Like, five-year-old? Like, they're young. They're oh, really teens. teens. Yeah. Oh, te- young teens. They're young. Uh, Tweens. Young tweeners. Yes. Yeah. Dancers. And they're, like, super, like, serious dancers. And there's these dance moms that, like, get all involved and, like, they kind of run the show. And yeah. 
It's like it's a football dad. Very it's, dramatic. It's a football dad, but it's like 85,000 times worse. Mm-hmm. It's a mom and it's a dance mom. Passionate. Passionate. <laughs> like, Talk about passionate. Passion. Okay. So that, that's why I brought this question up as to uh, who's the biggest dance mom on the team? Yeah. Haley and Annie get to answer this one. Yeah, it's probably our moms. Both of <laughs> oh, moms. Uh, the Jens. names are both Jennifer. Okay. So the Jenses. The Jens. The Jenses. Jenses. Uh, they're they're pretty intense. They they coordinate their outfits for games and for nationals. They bought matching shoes, matching jackets. jackets. Every football game, they go and get a different apparel item from the Tommy shop. Every every game. Most, most, most games. games yeah. There's a purchase made. Is there's that why when I gave your mom the link to the Tommy football gear, that's why she? told me honestly that she has way too much Tommy gear yeah. and I was like hmm. I thought that was just like an escape yeah. Qua- yeah. answer but, but she was honest turns out <laughs> so yeah. is, did that start at a young age were they like always really in dance mom were they passionate for you to pursue that you feel I would like say so yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, very supportive yes when did you start dancing that's oh, a question gosh. for all three when I was really young, like five, age three. Okay. I was also. Oh, so you guys, I was three. you yeah. guys did it uh, concurrently with your other sports. Yes, yes. yes. Dance kind of took precedent, though. Okay. okay, okay. What's your guys' history in the in nationals? Yeah, I'm just, just curious. Yeah. Um, just how give you guys a, do the nationals? Couple sick brags for us. Yeah. Throw them out there. We are eleven-time national champions, and we are currently four-time in a row champs of hip hop. Okay. Yes. So, so Haley and I both have three. Allie has two because she's a junior. Junior. Okay. That's awesome. Wow. So yeah. you're going for the the four peat graduate. That's our whole thing. That would be that's a lot of pressure. When is it? Is would you consider pressure. that pressure or stress? Both. Mm. Okay. Mm. More pressure, I would say. Okay. It's exciting. The stress does come along but with it. There's stress. There's definitely a great deal of stress. Yeah. Okay. How do you guys? Uh, how do you guys deal with stress? Or pressure? How do you guys deal with it? Yeah, how are you going to overcome No this? pressure, no diamonds. Clearly you guys have 11 of them, so. Yeah. <laughs> I would say we're the best team when we're calm. So, yeah, we usually find a way to calm ourselves down with a big team huddle of some sort. And Sweet. Who is the leader of that, you think? Are, they, are you you're all captains? Is that correct? Or did I? Haley and I are captains. Okay. Yes. Allie's a soon-to-be captain. Soon to be captain. Yes. Okay. Nice. She has a look in her eye. Like yes. she's, she's like, I'm a damn captain. <laughs> <laughs> she's so. taking over next year. Absolutely. Okay, sweet. Well, I love that. Uh, well, back to our dance mom question. We were wondering if we can get them on the show eventually. Um, oh, maybe a verbal sure. handshake on that. Do you, want, do you want me to call my mom right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After the show. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot of pressure. That's a, yeah, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Come on. <laughs> All right, so back to, like, the earliest question that we had. We we don't have rhythm. We just don't get it, like we've said many times before. Or meat um, sticks. Meat sticks. And we move like meat sticks as well. Um, so when we're out at the bar, you know, got to be social, and the social mm-hmm. scene is to dance. Typically. Typically. Unless you want to be on the side and talk. How are you supposed to woo someone if you can't dance or if you don't have rhythm? That's kind of how I see it. True. Confidence. Confidence. Confidence can hurt. It can only go so far. (laughs) Um, Two questions. First question is, um, what do you think the easiest song is to dance? Like, when we're standing on the sidelines, we're waiting for a song, what song do you recommend us to break the ice with? We all collectively agreed on the cha-cha slide. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? It tells you what tells to you do. Exactly yeah. what you need Any to do. song that tells you what to do is probably a safe, safe bet. Okay. Um, That's mm-hmm. one that's like, slide to the left. Yes. Slide yep, slide to the right. To the right. 
crisscross. Okay. Okay. So you can't do Charlie Brown? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's an easy one. Yeah, that's I like easy. that. I like that. Any I mean, others? Like, Soldier Boy is always it's a good, mm-hmm. a good one. Okay. I like that. I, I you was, can get the footwork, though. I was it's a really pretty crucial. avid, avid, uh, average, actually. I was an avid, but also average Soldier Boy dancer back in the day. How about, uh, what was the other well, one? I got a second question. Okay. Or do you have to keep going? Well, I just had another one. Uh, what's that? Oh, the jerk. Is oh, that yeah. still alive? We do that? the jerk. That's like the side step, backward step. That's a good You like take a backward a step and yeah. a forward yeah. step, right? Yeah. That's not that good. I you mean, do that. So, I don't think it's that popular anymore, but maybe mm-hmm. it should be. Okay. We could bring it back. We could try we to bring, bring it back. back. Tomorrow it'll be. Yeah, Ogaris. catch us in the shanty. We'll be drinking all over. Okay. Interesting. Maybe don't want that. Um, <laughs> second. Did you get that part? <laughs> what did you guys say? You're going to be jerking. All night. Oh. Because we'll be jerking all over them. <laughs> jerking all over them. <laughs> Do the jerk. Controversies. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Nice. Simple as that oh, may or may not be cut. Yeah, probably. Well, they might cut. My second question was. Do you have any suggestion dance moves for guys that can't dance like us? Like, is there something that like, oh, I appreciate that they're trying in this type of way, or this just do do what you gotta do? Because you've seen Dax and I dance, it's awful. It doesn't. It's it's fluid, but it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bad. yeah. I don't know. Like usually, like specific move. You can always resort to like the step snap. Oh yeah. Type thing like okay, okay. Yeah. something subtle. Yeah. yeah. If you can just catch the foot? beat, yeah. Is that, is that too subtle? The that's too subtle. Yeah. That looks like you really don't know what's going on. <laughs> but it helps really to count, count the yeah. beat. You know, like early. one, ten, two, ten. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why you guys are always counting during practice. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that makes a lot more sense in my head now. Why you guys do that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so uh, another thing, you know, kind of a, a, another controversial thing. Uh, you know, slow dancing, square dancing, and swing dancing. Um, in your opinion, should guys and girls know how to do these things? Absolutely. Okay. Like, a, like a, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay. Like we need to go do the, like learn how to do the stat is what. Yes. yes. I feel like especially for guys because you know guys are supposed to lead when you do these yeah. types of dancing. We're, and I'm, I'm, we're born to lead. Yeah. Not to read. Well, that's we the thing. Just, Men need yeah. to lo- know how to lead in a dance and also yeah. in. In a relationship, in, in life, you know, it, it uh, carries over. On the dance floor, too, though? Absolutely. I gotta Absolutely. leave? You gotta leave. Nothing more attractive than a boy who grabs your hand and just whips you right in. Yeah. Do you find that only with because you guys are good dancers, or is that, like, you feel oh. like every woman possesses that? If, if you, oh. That's a great question. That's a good question. Oh, I, so what if you're dating someone who's, like, a really bad dancer? You guys are clearly good at dancing, so, like, how much does that come into play? Haley, this is probably a question for you. How Gilcom is definitely not a good dancer. So can we? What, what do you take us through your steps on how you comp, compromise with this? Problem? You know, I think if you put in the effort, and I can see that there is effort being yeah. mm. being put in and trying to dance with a dancer, I would say that's the first step. You know, you might not have that innate ability, but trying trying is definitely the first step. Okay. So. Does Yoakum try? Oh, absolutely. Okay. He's working on it really, really hard. Can you? Does that, does that happen when it's just you two going out? Because I don't, I've never seen that in a dance. You know, it's usually just like yeah. the step snap is a really good place so to start. So if every guy in the bar is step snapping, <laughs> I like, go for the guy. You're like, that's really cool. I like really all cool. these guys. The one who's counting <laughs> no. his eights yes. is on beat. Yeah. 
Oh, so tied straight to you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Makes sense now. I get it. I'm so locked into this now. <laughs> I have no issues dancing. <laughs> Alright, so if there was one slow dancing, square dancing, and swing dancing that I could choose out of those three, which one do you think is the most important to learn? Ooh. Like for life? Yes. Yeah. Are they all. I don't even know what the difference is. Are you, are you kidding? <laughs> Actually, wait. Hold on. Now that's that's a that's interesting that you bring that up. Now think about it, because I feel like square dancing and slow dancing are just about the same thing. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Mm. From from the the basis I was thinking, of your, I was thinking square, square dancing, dancing and swing like, yeah, dancing. Square and swing are a little close, right? Yeah. Like. That's what I meant to say. We'll cut that. <laughs> square and swing are similar. Ish. What's the yeah. difference? Ish. Square dancing. I feel that's more like line dancing. That is like dancing. line dancing. What's line dancing? You just like, stand in lines. A little Swing a your little partner around and round. loose action. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So I... you can't even describe it. How am I supposed to picture it? Okay, so... I'm swing not a, a swing... Actually, <laughs> yeah. watch, watch, watching dance movies help us out at, with dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. you got to get your inspiration Like from instructionals? Somewhere. Like, left foot forward here and then right foot yeah. back. Or yeah, those work. Would it be more like a footloose movie? Like, let's just go watch yeah. footloose. Yes. Yeah. I would probably real life. Grease. Grease is a great example. Okay. Grease. I did Grease. That was my fourth grade talent show. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember any moves? Uh, I didn't do a lot of moves. Okay. There was a lot of standing there, and the girls were like, I was looked like, like a greaser. Yeah, stuff standing. <laughs> I was a greaser. <laughs> and the girls were doing a bunch of stuff. Summer Just me and my buddy. Was, blast. Yeah. Summer <laughs> loving that. I didn't do too much. Fast. Oh my goodness. I was, actually, I was really nervous for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we finish it? Yeah, we can wrap this question. It's starting to get hot in here. Well, actually, we do have a. So. You know, we've been asking all you guys these crazy questions, and, uh, you know, we um, are going to go ahead and open up the floor uh, for you guys to ask us some questions, because um, we're guys, you know, we... Controversies the air we breathe, so we're fine, we... get as crazy totally. as you want. Yeah, so... The floor you know, is yours. If you want to know what's going on in our head and what, why guys do the things they do, uh, we can help you out with that. So, uh, the floor is yours, dance team. Um... I think we'd like to start by asking, uh, what's the deal with the dumpy pants? Yeah. So hold on, hold on. What, yeah. Can we can we explain <laughs> to everyone? Yes. What exactly dumpy pants are? So yes. dumpy pants are when guys wear pants that are very ill-fitting, and as in too tight or too big. They're too Usually big too in big. the butt, and it just sags, and it's it's just it's a huge turnoff. How do you how do you prevent that? Yeah. You like look all in the, the jeans are the same size. No, no, no you got to find the right fit. Mm-hmm. There's like athletic fit, and then there's like a slim fit. Slim maybe. fit. If you don't really have anything in the back pocket, in the trunk? you might, <laughs> pocket, you might need a slim fit. Okay, okay. But if you can fill but it out, then find a pant to do that. I think we've just really noticed it's an epidemic around. It here. is at St. Thomas. Yes, yeah. okay. we got dumpy fix pants it. are a, everywhere. So there's a dumpy pants epic, the epic, the epic. <laughs> Epidemic? Yes. We'll cut that. A dumpy pants <laughs> epidemic? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, clarifying question. You could be honest. Do Declan and I contribute to the dumpy pants? Here's my dumpy um, pants. Yes, Declan. <laughs> These are dumpy pants? You might need to pull them up a little bit. That might help. These are comfortable. It looks a little saggy right, right. now. Maybe well, that's... You guys are wondering how I shop for pants, which may be like everyone else. My mom just buys me clothes. I come home from working on one day, and I got like three pairs of jeans or whatever I have, and <laughs> I put them on. They fit nice, and I'm like, these are mine. You know, maybe it's just That's the the, the fact that 
I don't wash my pants all the time because they're not usually dirty. That's another thing. Yeah. That's a yeah. good point. I probably wear my pants, jeans at least, probably seven or eight times before I wash them. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a strike like once a week. You smell good. <laughs> smell check. <laughs> yeah, it's college. <laughs> and like, I mean, I, not to brag, I work construction over summer. I got to wear jeans every day. Mm-hmm. I hope they got all those dumpy pants and all over the <laughs> construction site because, yeah. God, they must have hated me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'd wear I'd wear one pair of jeans a week. Yeah, simple. You do that. Yeah. Um, so would like uh, a natural sag in your pants? So you want more like a tight fit? That way, it's like you're pulling them up and they're like up to waistline. Is that how we prevent dumpy pants? <laughs> it doesn't really necessarily need to be like pulled up and tight. It would just I feel like be that's what my problem is. Like, you like, oh. just don't want it to look like you just took a dump in your pants. <laughs> okay. So more. <laughs> Well, yeah. Here's an issue. Here's an issue that could play factor into this is football guys. We got bigger thighs, right? That and smaller waists. So how are you supposed to find pants about to fit that? Yeah, but then that, mm. does that help the bottom of my jeans? Yeah, you about. might just need to buy custom pants. At that oh, point. okay. Well, I would recommend buy custom football pants. boys are just a, a problem. Yeah, they might just issue. need their own. So we're own just pants. a bunch of dumpy boys. Dumpy. I'll be a dumpy boy. Yeah, I found <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. There's a, there's a lot of you guys. I hope my so mom's listening to this. Yeah. She's been she's been buying my clothes since I was born, so I, and I don't think that's changing anytime soon, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still gonna go ahead and continue with that. Yes. Um anything else yeah. for the back pocket? The ghosting issue. Ooh. Ghost was this mentioned by Mallory the first time? Um no, mm-hmm. but I feel like we've had this conversation before. I I, I do know Maybe ghosting it wasn't is. on the podcast. Yeah, so we do our research here in the back pocket and we know what ghosting is, so um, we will address that. The addition? If we if she hasn't maybe we talk about it again. Yeah. Because they probably didn't listen to it. Alright, so ghosting. How do what, what give our marketing interns a quick rundown of uh what ghosting what is. What ghosting is. A subtle avoidance. Or just a complete or just a complete avoidance. Yeah. Complete. Yeah. Is it? It's so like you know, you just kind of cut someone off. Yeah. Yeah. After talking to them for mm-hmm. x amount of days, x amount of weeks. Yeah. Right. It's just over. Hopefully not years. Um. Well. So like, what's um? Okay. So I guess I know what you're talking about. So like, you start have like a, a thing with a guy, and then uh, you guys are talking, having a good time, whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, he just gets further and further away, or stops responding as much, stuff like that. And don't see him as much. Is that what ghosting is? That's maybe more breadcrumbing. That's more breadcrumbing. Oh, ghosting is just breadcrumbing. Like, do you also is have a problem like, breadcrumbing? What? Do you also have a problem with breadcrumbing? Yes, both yeah. are very okay. So what's ex- so same. ghosting is like you're talking to someone, you're having a great time, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, where where'd they go? Sure. Oh, yeah. So that's it's like ghosting. they just fell off the face of the earth. Like okay. Ghosting. Where did you? Um, go? Andrew, do you want to take? Do you want to take this one? Uh, sure. Maybe the first one. Take ghosting. I'll take bread. So, what are we doing here? We're talking about. So, why we're gonna this explain. To, we're gonna explain to them why we do it. Okay. okay. Or why we shouldn't do it. Maybe. Maybe at the end we'll. Have say you why ever we ghosted? Do it. Ghosted. Potentially. I mean, I think this is probably common in our generation. Maybe. Yeah. It's because it's easy. It's easy. Take the easy path, not the worthy yeah, path. Yeah. Social medias, you never have to see them face to face, and this probably happened more times in high school. Yeah. And I'm still kind of confused on what ghosting is. Uh, no, so it's it's literally like you, the guy consciously makes the decision not to talk to them after talking to them like frequently, probably like multiple times a day. And uh, this is happening via social media. Is this happening? Like no, person, like person, texting person. and person to person, right? Yeah, going. I don't know. Uh, Faith from okay. the back. They just they cut you off, but they don't tell you they that they're gone. Yes, it's it's, it's the just easy way. Why? Say that and put it in there. Oh, 
Okay, so I know why they do this. Okay, so... Help me out. Yeah, no, so guys ghost because um, they have this little, uh, you know, thing in their brain that tells them, like, hey, you got a port mission now. Um, <laughs> this, is when ha- this is what happens when things get too serious, when they have to act responsible. Uh, sometimes when they have to start paying for things, that's a big issue. Um, also, like, when people start finding out, like, oh, hey, you talking to that girl now, bro? Or, like... You know, locker room talk, stuff like that. So yeah. then they get nervous and they're like, holy frick, everyone knows I'm talking to this girl now. All I want to do is like, if they're douchey, they all they want to do is hook up with you. That's kind of bad. Um, but, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're like, then they're like, and then that's when yeah. that little ghost abort thing, mission. abort mission, like goes off in their brain. It's like, holy crap, I got to get out of this. And they're not strong enough to say like, hey, I don't want to hurt your feelings and I just want to be friends. They just cut it off completely because they feel too awkward. That's how I see it. Mm, I see. Now, breadcrumbing is different because I would argue that they have conflicting stuff going in their brain. So right next to the abort mission is the go-ahead button. So they have both <laughs> buttons in their brain for breadcrumbing because they hit the abort but they hit they hit the abort mission button in their head. But then all of a sudden they're like, actually, I kind of like this girl. She's good looking. We had a good time last night. Boom, they hit the go button again, text you the next morning, but then they hit, like, the abort mission button, like, probably an hour later, because they're like, we can't do this, so yeah. it's very they conflicting. they hit the go-ahead like, button again. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, probably, like, two nights later, like, when they're going out, they're like, sure, go ahead, and then, so, but then, like, Sunday morning, they're like, abort mission, so there's, like, a lot of, that's it, really what happens. Yeah. Those are the guys that have those gut instincts. They're yeah. just those guys snap. are, uh, yeah, they're trying to avoid anything serious uh, until they have to be, yeah. essentially. Kind of like with Andrew and I with buying books. So we don't right. like to buy books until we absolutely have to. Uh, these guys, uh, these breadcrumbers or these ghosters um, don't want to have to have responsibilities or being serious with girls until they absolutely have to. Um, so that's that's how I see it. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah does he that? did a much better job than I ever would have. Really clarifies, <laughs> that really clarifies things. Okay, sweet. We're simple buttons, guys. Yeah. Buttons. Yep. Look, give us buttons. If you guys think we're masters, here's the biggest mistake that girls make: is that guys' brains are really complex because it's not. It's so straightforward <laughs> in their heads. It's like not even funny. Like your guys' heads, like I don't even want to get. I don't even want to go in there because I'm so scared. It's just a big jungle for, full of thoughts and stress and emotions and stuff. So I don't want to do it. Or guys, it's like an empty. It's probably like the Sahara Desert, and you see like a thought come through, and you're like, "Hey, there it is!" Like, there's my thought. We're rolling with that one for the day. You know, like, something like that. So, well said. Yeah, that's that's how guys operate. We're very complex creatures. Yeah, in our own way, physically more so. So, <laughs> and that was a uh, guy. The giving average tips on guys, girls. Nail it. Nail it. Sure. We'll All go right. with that. All right. So, concluding the podcast, uh, concluding the interview, rather, um, we finished how we always do. We talk about a famous person that you might have met, whether it just be saw them on the street, uh, had a great interaction with them. Um, all you guys can share, or if you feel like only a few of you have a good answer. Up to you, and then we finish off with uh, what did you learn today from the time that you woke up to when we're podcasting? Mm. So that could be a little difficult. Some people trip up on that because yeah. it's uh, it feels like a softball question, but in reality, you're like, Did I learn anything today? Yeah, you might have gone to like three classes today, and you're like, Holy, you know what? I, I don't think I learned anything. Yeah. So, mm. so we'll start with a famous person. I met David Hasselhoff in an ice cream shop in Hawaii, like maybe like six, seven years ago. 
That's sick. Yeah, I need a little more <laughs> detail. So this is like a meeting, like an exchange of conversation. Or it was just, just kind of like, like a simple. He was like maybe four people in front of us in line. Okay. Did you like say I don't? No, we did not. How did you know it was David Hasselhoff? Yeah, are you a big David Hasselhoff guy? My parents knew who he was. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you say David Hasselhoff, I think SpongeBob SquarePants. Same. That's all I know. Or that's Baywatch basically all I know. Yeah. I still have never watched Baywatch, so it's my that's my fault. And SpongeBob, though, you know him in SpongeBob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His oh, yeah. chest he's, opens and SpongeBob slides in. Sick, bro. Yeah. Save SpongeBob. And then uh, our final question um, before we let you guys go: uh, What did you learn today? Gosh. <laughs> It, well, I learned for, a lot in Excel doing my computer science homework. Yes. Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh, what's your major, by the way, if you're taking I'm, computer science? I'm a finance major. Ooh. Okay. Should we ask them uh, if they know what copulation means? Yeah, so uh, maybe we should. that's what that was what so I So, yeah, learned. let's go ahead and throw you guys a bone. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll um, teach you something so you have something please. to tell Perfect. other people what you learned. So um, uh, let's go ahead and ask this first. Yes. What, when we say the word copulation, what do you think it means? Just do a real round table here. Yeah, Allie, what do you think copulation means? Shot in the dark. Yeah. First thing that comes to your head. I think copy. 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 Okay. Copy. Homework. Yes. Copy. Yeah. Okay. Dance moves. Copy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Allie. Haley. Haley, sorry. Please say the same thing. Copulation. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask really you how know. you spell it so I could like really C-O-P- think about it. U. L-A-T-I-L-A-Y. Yeah, I mean, it probably has nothing to do with copying, but no. that would be the first thing Copy. that would come to mind. Okay. Annie, you're a fine arts major. I'm trying to origin. break it up into Latin roots here. There you go. I knew you would. Uh, co is, like, together. Okay. Oh. And then, okay. uh, like, copulate is kind of, like, populate. <laughs> okay, all right. I think I'm getting somewhere, and I don't know if that's somewhere I want to so, go. No, no, yeah. keep going. So what do you got here? Yeah. Inflation. Together and... Together and populating. Uh, yeah. I That's mean, brilliant. So brilliant. we're going to go ahead and get Latin roots have gotten you farther than ever. So, Andrew, what's copulation? So, copulation is a synonym for coitus or sex. Got it. Or intercourse. So you were right. Yeah. The Latin roots. Yeah. You totally nailed it. They come in handy occasionally. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you. Glad we could uh, throw you guys a bone, and yeah. I'm glad you guys could throw us a bone about dancing. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, thank you. Thanks for, Thanks having, for us. having us. So that was our interview with the, uh, the dance girls. Thank you, dance team, for joining us. We had a great time. We had a blast. Yeah, absolutely fantastic, and uh, looking to get you guys out again. So That was absolutely. great. Uh, so let's transition a little what'd you learn and a feel-good story. And we're going to stick to a theme here. Because I feel like we've been consistently learning new words sure. here at the back pocket. And okay. we feel like it's a great opportunity to tell our marketing interns to expand their vocabulary. Tonight we've been reaching for words. We haven't performed as on point as we usually have. I'd, I'd be the first one to admit that. Okay. This might be one of our lower, but we balance it out with a couple good segments. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But here, a, a word that I learned today during uh, or yesterday during film was Coach K and Coach Caruso both use this word visceral and they use it in context that i was not really sure what it meant hmm. the meaning of it is a deep inward feeling rather than intellect oh wow i did not know that yeah um so use the the word visceral in your your every, everyday lingo yeah and it'll expand how you are perceived we'll, we'll know your marketing intern yes. that way or a football player one of the two <laughs> but nonetheless uh, hey deck did you learn any new words uh oh of course 
Um, so this one came across my table at football practice uh, earlier this week in the hot, humid weather, mm-hmm. mind you. Um, what do you guys think circa means? I'm not sure. So it means around. It literally just means around. <laughs> pretty, okay. pretty strict translation. <laughs> it's all it is, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we learned today. Uh, we learned a couple new words. Um, and I hope our marketing interns incorporate that into their uh, daily combos. Yeah, we're pretty much a uh, podcasting dictionary now. So a dictionary full of word, new words, and a dictionary full of feel-good stories. Oh, of course, uh, positive guys ending on a positive note, and this goes to a, a reoccurring positive uh, feel-good feel, story. A reoccurring feel-good story, uh, Brian Tierney. Um, if you are familiar with Brian, uh, his favorite day of the week is Thursday. Um, he just absolutely loves getting after his engineering lab on Thursday. Uh, he is uh, a huge fan of polar bears. Oh, right. Can't and forget that. Cannot forget that. And now he has officially enlisted in the Navy. Yeah, so this, um, he told us, or he had to go to D.C. Um, for a couple interviews. He went to the real Washington. Yeah, so we're the Washington. He went to Washington mm-hmm. capital. Yep. Um, I think, allegedly. Um, but... He might have I, just came here. Yeah, he might, yeah. We for all well for all, we don't we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much, uh, yeah. Navy, so BT joins the Navy. Um, congrats to BT. Thank you. Passed for his your... interviews. Had to, had to study a ton for it. Uh, totally nailed it, man. Thank Fantastic. you, BT, for your uh, future service. Yeah, and uh, have fun. He's going into uh, submarines, so he wants to uh, be under a submarine like six months at a time. So it's gonna be wild. With that being said, though, submarines and summer loving. From, from the guys from the back pocket. Dick hair. Dick hair.